Move your body, body. No derogatory. Let, let, let your hips tell your native story. Good thing your hips don't bore me. They tell of culture glory and leave all the haters gory. Blood and guts are left all over the pavement. If you choose the wrong chest move and refute the truth in my next statements. We are the sweet African and the sweet Caribbean, correct? Yes. So due to the fact we move with grace and have golden and bronze strands in our DNA. And that is why we walk this way. We are the offspring of mother's streams of milk and honey, correct? Yes. So due to the fact we dance and prance like Egyptian bohemian gods and goddesses, composing songs of love and happiness, threatening the masses with our loud presence and seductive lingo. So move your body, body. No derogatory. Let, let, let your hips tell your native story. Good thing your hips don't bore me. They tell of culture glory. Leave the haters all gory. Men are courageous and strong in mother's foundation. Our pride can never be disguised. It is what keeps the fire in our eyes and the flags waving. The women run races with grace and live life ageless. I'd spit some of the famous names, but for now they remain nameless. Just look around and see them in all the beautiful faces. Think about them when you hear the beat that originated in our feet and was embraced by our hearts. We break out books of recipes and steal tummies like unborn babies. Oxtails do me. Bring it to me under the banana tree. Masha top, yes and thank you. I like some fried plantains or matuk as they say in East Africa. Either way, just feed me and give me a rhythmic groove that'll soothe me so I can see you. Move your body, body. No derogatory. Let, let, let your hips tell your native story. Good thing your hips don't bore me. They tell of island glory and leave the haters all gory. I swear your love supports me and makes these hit the floor for me. As I beat the steel drum and play the kalimba, Mother Earth moves as the bells ring. While we lift every voice and sing to streams that brought forth the greatness that is us. No, I'm not conceited, baby hater. I say this due to the fact that the truth is a must. We a classic like Mary and Meth, motherfucker. We groove to theories by Sweet Mickey. Patrice Roberts grooves me. Bob Marley keeps me humble as can be. And Jacure, I swear he sees God in me. But I try to keep away from Ray and his nephew. I smoke an ounce and talk to my sweetheart real rude like that Buju. But I do give respect where respect is due. And to Sweet Africa. And to Sweet Caribbean. We Owe it all to you. You're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. 
I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul Family was good. We got another dope show lined up for you today. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine. If you hear the sound of my voice, get in tune. We here. Spoken Soul Family. Oh my goodness, we got another show lined up for you today. And I don't say this lightly. I do not say this lightly. We have a living, walking, breathing legend in the building. This interview right here was in the making for so long. It's only right that we had to pay homage. In the studio today, ladies and gentlemen, I have none other than the one and only Harsh Reality. Now, when I say this name, if you from New York, you know already, you already know, you know, you get a certain vibe. You hear this name, Harsh Reality, it puts you in a certain mood, a poetry vibe. Let me give her the proper introduction she deserves. I'm talking about poet, writer, author, curator. She is the founder of Firebird Management Team, a brand management group established in 2010 that manages the legendary Street Poets NYC art and mentorship brand founded in 2011 that brought the world the open mic, the open mic, and the Street Poets Den. Harsh is currently putting out her words on her YouTube channel and downloads where you can also find her podcast material about spirituality and poetry. I mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like, I'm really, really excited, man, because if you know Poetic Black, you know that the streets, the street poets, the den, the open mic, this this was a place that I used to seek refuge, man. And when I say this is legendary, this spot right here is legendary, just as legendary as the New Eurekans Poets Cafe. But without further ado, let me welcome to the studio. Let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Miss Harsh Reality. What's good? What's good? What's good with you, queen? I mean, damn, man, this right here. This is working. This one. This right here, man. Yo, it's been a minute, but I'm glad we got this chance to link up on the podcast. Most definite, most definite, most definite, man. I mean, yo, I'm not saying this lightly. I'm not saying this lightly because this this interview is not going to be formal because this is family right here, and uh, the streets poets den, man. The Street Poets Den was like, it was something that was pretty much, you know, a staple in NY 
when I came on the poetry scene. I came back, I came on the poetry scene back in 2007. 2007, and uh, it was crazy. But uh, I was doing shows and I was doing open mics, but it came to my attention. It was this one open mic that was crazy and everybody was talking about it. So uh, I remember I was doing, uh, um, I was doing, I was opening up. We had a poetry slam that opened up for um, Chrisette Michelle and it was a dope venue. It was a dope venue. And I think I was talking to uh, uh, Rainmaker. I think I was talking to Rainmaker and I believe he the, he the one who shout told to me Yeah, shout out to my brother And he was like, yo man, this, this spot was dope So I was like, yo, I, I, gotta, I gotta fall through I gotta come through And when I came through It was like, yo, this right here Is what, it was everything that I thought poetry was And it was like the It was like the, the environment The vibe that you got when you walked into this spot you know what I'm saying? And you had to know, you had to know somebody who knew somebody to get to this spot. This wasn't a spot that you can just get to. You had to know somebody. So when when I got there, man, the vibe was crazy, man. The people was like inviting. It was it, it was no rah-rah shit. It was all love. And to have a spot like that, a hood joint, you know what I'm saying? Where you got everybody hood, it ain't nothing that's formal and you know what I'm saying? Everybody came through with love, oh, man. Crib, Word. Word and um and this Word. spot, man, this spot was it was legendary, man. It was legendary. So, I we gotta get it. We gotta get into the interview. I gotta ask one formal question because I ask every artist that come on the on this on the Soul Session Studio. I ask them why poetry. So I'm gonna ask you get this thing started. Harsh reality. Why? Why spoken word? Why poetry? Um, to be real with you, like, um, that's not that's not a very hard question. I think poetry. I think poetry, like, kind of like picked me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just started. My first poem was about Tweety Bird. <laughs> I, I just started writing ever since I was I was like I was ten years old. Um, I, I had just got adopted, and um, one of my first gifts um my mother got me when she, when she adopted me. And she gave me a journal mm. and I, I wrote poetry. I wrote about Tweety Bird and mm. I, 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 call, I named myself Harsh Reality like maybe a year later. Mm. And yeah, so I think poetry kind of just said, y'all want to rock with you. And I was just down. Like I've never questioned it. I've just been like, yeah, I write poetry. And it's crazy because at first it was, I thought it was kind of corny because nobody really wrote poetry. But you know, I just I just kept it to myself you know, and just wrote or whatever. Mm. And people like, oh, you don't spit, you know, like rap. I'm like, no, I just you know, <laughs> poems in here. But, yeah, but yeah, I was. It's always just been poetry, word. That okay. that that's crazy that you said that, man. Because I want you to spit that poem. This was the poem that I got introduced to you by, like one of the first poems I heard you spit live, and it touched me. And this that poem, we want I want you to spit it a little later on in the show, but but that poem I got you, hell it yeah. spoke, it, it, it sparked, it kind it, it sparked, I ain't gonna say kinda, it sparked a whole a whole vibe that we did a that we did a, a, a straight up play, that we wrote a play surrounded by that particular poem. That's how that's how inspirational that poem was. The concept was crazy. And um, that's one of my favorite pieces from you. Like everybody know you, 
they know you for different pieces. But when you spit that piece, man, like the crowd just they just get into a different element. And my audience, they they're gonna be blessed later on when you spit that piece. That's my only one request. You can spit anything you want, but yeah. I want you to spit that piece <laughs> on the show, man. I, I love that piece. So tell us, like, tell us the the streets then, the street poets, that whole movement. How did that come about? Um, that, I love this. So honestly, the street poets then came about because, like, when I would write in my journal, right, I would write in, in my notebooks, writing poetry. I would do it in class or whatever. Back, you know, back in the day, like we was in school, we we didn't have the phone, and if we had the phone, we didn't press the internet button because we knew charges was real. That's you right. Know what I'm saying so, I was writing or whatever, chilling. Word and um, um, I will always write in this area. Hold on. Yeah, this street post for real. That's how we do it. This is is live, B. (laughs) So word. So um, it's this room at my at my mom's crib. She calls it the den, Mm. and I will always be in the den writing my poems. And I'm like a little girl doing this, like 13, 14 in the den, and um, by myself, just writing, writing, just chilling. And like you know, older when I got older, I'm like, oh, you know, um. Um, Renee hit me with the idea to do it at your crib, and I'm like, damn, that's that's a, um, that's amazing. I said, you know what? That reminds me of how I used to write when I was little in the den. So I'm like, and I am a street poet, so I put the street poets den. So mm. it kind of is funny because every time I think of the street poets, then I think of my mother. It's crazy, mm. but it's real shit. I think about my mother's crib. Mm. That joint right there, man. <laughs> like if you never been there, if you're not from New York the type of vibe that it get because you you actually in somebody's crib you know what I mean but the vibe was it it was kind of like you was in somebody's crib but the vibe felt so like it was like so live it's like the stage was a stage it was like a stage was a stage it's like yo the back room was like the green room we used to go in the back in the back room and everybody be back there vibing before they about to hit the stage and that 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 element, you know what I'm saying? Like my homeboy, Hell you know, yeah. you know, written in pain. That's my brother right there. And shout I took him. To yeah, Hell shout yeah. out to Whip. I took him because he had never performed before. He used to he used to do a lot of poetry, but he used to do poetry on the internet. But he didn't do performance. He never performed. So I was like, yo, bro, you gotta get on the you gotta get on the stage. And he was like, he's like, nah, nah, I ain't trying to get on it. I'm like, nah, bro, you gotta get in this on the stage. And I know the perfect Thank God spot. You told him that. Word, word. Cause word. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, you gonna go on the stage. And when he performed the first time we showed up, and I showed up with him and he performed at the street poets den that was his first time ever performing on a live stage and you already see that was years ago but you see you see the the progress you know what i'm saying now he done been on all type of stages all across the country but it started at the den and that that place was like a birthplace for so many different poets man and it, it, it was like a place of refuge. And the, and and just tell us a little bit about the vibe. Because that vibe, man, y'all had you had like it was to. a it was a crazy crew. It was a crazy crew. Like everybody <laughs> in that crew had 
Bars, fire. man, fire. Everybody, you know, echo, echo, echo Every, everybody, everybody. Asian, yo, everybody, that was yo. crazy. <laughs> everybody was fire, and it was, it was, crazy. it was amazing. So tell us, how did that develop? How did that group even form? Like, did y'all take auditions um, or whatever? Like, what, what, what was that, man? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I'm actually I never did auditions. What I did was I um I oh okay, so I you know everything with the den is very very personal, right? So the den always reminded me of my mother's house, mm. and I was adopted. You know what I'm saying? And I was all my siblings. We all found each other. You know, y'all know you know that we all yeah. found each other later on. But you know, for a long time, you know, I felt like you know I didn't really have nobody. It was me, me myself, and poetry. No funny shit. Mm. You know, like, so um, when I got to a place, you know, I was hesitant in a sense because, like, poetry means a lot to me. You know, for me, poetry is like, poetry is like, like my my connection to the divine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, my connection to the unseen. You know what I'm saying? It's, it brings me comfort. It brings me love. It makes me feel good. And to me, it's a sacred space. So I didn't want to, I felt like auditions, you know, when you meet people, you're already going to meet the representative before you really know who they are. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? That's a given. You know, so it's like I, I really, I really want to genuinely get to know people without people just coming to me, just putting the facade on. I want you to just be who you are and just let things happen over time. And over, mm. over time, like these poets, they show interest. Super, I ain't, it was hilarious. At the time, he was 16, sneaking in the show, telling me he was 17. I was sneaking him in, thinking he was 17. Later on, when he was like 22, he was like, yo, harsh, no, I was only 16. I'm like, we well, was in the safe space. We was, was going to be all right. And it was cool. I met his moms and all. It was mad mm. fun. But yeah, like just to create that authentic space where it's like, we're not, we're not a slam group. Mm. We're not, a, we're not, we're not slam poets. We can probably smack any slam poetry group, but that's not what we're here to do. Mm. We're here to literally do something like, you know what I'm saying? This is something that we're not going to let nobody capitalize off of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, we're not going to, we ain't going to, this is not something that we plan on selling. This shit is dope and it's amazing, but it comes from a real place. Mm. And we want to, uh, we just want to, we're not saying you got to honor it. We just want to be around people who are going to honor, honor it with us. You feel mm. me? And that was really the vibe that I was trying to create. I was really trying to create a, a, a place where, you know, for so long, I always, you know, I was one of them people that was like one of them, you know, kids at the time. Cause I was 22 when the den started. So I was, you know, wow. I was pretty young. I'm 34 now. You know what I'm mm. saying? The den ran for 12 years, you know? So, um, so, um, yeah. So I wanted a place where it's like, you know, when you in school, everybody's fake and phony. Everybody's trying to put on for the next person. And I really, and I already thought, you know what, if I'm a, if I'm gonna open up my heart, something that I feel people might call corny, like poetry, I want to find other so-called corny people. And I want us to vibe and chill mm. and not feel like we got to, we got to live up to somebody's standards. Fuck that. The standard is we love poetry. Mm. And we do it because that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I mean, later on in life, I realized that's, you know, we, we all we was really doing was just manifesting together. We just didn't realize it. You know, we was, mm -hmm. you know, we always spoke about positivity, but I really didn't understand the depth of what we was talking about until I got older. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I got like 30. Then I realized how how impactful that was. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's another reason why I made the drinks was all free. Another reason why the, the smoker section was there because it's like, yo, and it's all free because this ain't about none of that. Mm -hmm. This ain't about none of that. I ain't trying to, it ain't about none of that. You want to drink? You want to, people will bring, they will have date nights in the den. It, it, it'll, it'll be mad yes. cool. It's a good vibe. Like, we want you to come to really just connect. We really want you to connect because, like, when you have a chance to, like, 
just put all the distractions aside and you see that we got a common goal of poetry and we listening like yo remember two two black women and it's so oh, funny like two black the den yeah we like watching the den progress like like you know it was great the den you know, it was like at the warehouse it was like 300 heads in that motherfucker it was great but for me the best part of the whole fucking project was at 559 Macon Street because mm. I really felt like that's where we was like that was that our was raw selves our truest selves yes you man that's like, right there and man I feel like that's why we're, and I feel like that's why you know I, for me once a street poet always a street poet but I do feel like you know once when things start to grow sometimes we lose focus but that's just because of capitalism that's not our fault mm. that's a fact Cause I don't want you to have to hear that. All right, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. We good. They a little loud. Yeah, it's all right, all right. Yeah, man, but you know that that entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurship that was displayed from that was crazy because I seen from five five nine Macon Street from the warehouse and it was a whole different level. Like, I was like, yo, we go to the den and we got the new address for the den and it was like, yo, what? Where we at? And like, yo, yo, this is crazy. And yo, but the vibe, the vibe was still there. It just, it just got larger. It just got larger. But yeah, man, I want, I want, I want to, I want to get the, I want to, I want to get the audience acclimated to who you are if they don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? This for the people outside of New York. And uh, I want you to please, please, I need to hear that piece hard bottoms. I need to hear that piece hard bottoms. Let me know, let me know when. Yeah, yeah, let me know when you can, you know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Let's do that. We can do that. You are, we can do that right now. Hold on, I'm coming right here. Yeah. There ain't no sound on nothing so you can hear me. Yeah, because that piece. Yes, that, there we go. Yeah, that piece, right? right? Let me, let me, let me set the stage for you. Let me set, let me set the stage. Because I wrote a hook. I wrote a hook to that, to that poem. I wrote a hook to that poem. I don't think you yo, ever heard yo, the hook, listen. but I wrote, I wrote a hook to that poem. And uh, yo, this- black, I record all my shit in the car. You understand? But you got the setup, so whatever. You know that. <laughs> yo, we gotta, yo, we gotta, we gotta put something on to put that on. You know what I'm saying? Like really collab on this joint. But let me set the stage up for the. Let me set the stage up for you. All right, coming to the stage. Let's give a yeah. warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister. Harsh reality. Peace, peace, yeah. Let's go. The goal is to tell you something. The goal is to let you know that something's coming. The goal is to make sure we all have hard bottoms on because those are hard to run in. Remember, every morning involves the sun in, possibly a gun to pack a prayer in, or one to disappear in. What would you do if the money stopped coming? If there were no more scores to reach for, would your knock down on opportunities door keep constant? What would you do if you weren't for sale? And all you could do was dig deeper in the people and you had no choice but to grab the whole hand of a sleeping man. The fight as we know what is coming to an ending and what follows will bring a new tone to new beginnings. What if the cops was the time every block kept watch with? And what if the street poets then was a safe house that we could all keep watch in? 
But what if this is our harsh reality and everyone's not clocked in, dying to get fired? The goal is to tell you something. The goal is to let you know that something's coming. The goal is to make sure we all have our bottoms on because those are hard to run in. Remember, every morning involves the sun in, possibly a gun to pack a prayer in. Watching no time, we gon' wish we kept our eyes open. But instead, we closed eyes in the face of our rapists. And deep down, it feels so good we take it but won't face it. Harsh, ain't it? We give it up so easy, ain't no use in faking. So street poetry will remain flagrant, burning down boundaries like sticks and seeds so we could get a whiff of what's real. What are your hopes and dreams of support? Was it money green? Would you spit to grip a million moments? Would you echo through the threshold of projects? This project to reset or offset. The goal is to tell you something. To let you know that something's coming. The goal is to make sure we all have hard bottoms on because those are hard to run in. Remember, every morning involves the sun in, possibly a gun to pack a prayer in. So chew through the leash on the hydrant that molds you and shatter your wall of fear because it's clear when it holds you. You, created only a little below the angels, have crouched too long in the bruising darkness. Something is coming. Yes, damn. Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness, man. That oh, that piece right there, B. That piece never gets old. It never gets old. And it's it's I mean, when I when I first heard that piece, when you first spit that piece, man, I'm telling you, it it it's just something, it's just something that just like it, it tells you something, man. It inspires you, man. It inspires you. That's one of my favorite pieces, man. I'm talking about I'm talking about bar none. That's one of my favorite pieces, man, of poetry. I appreciate Shout that. out I to do. you, Queen, and man. Word. I appreciate that. But, uh, and it's crazy because like I feel like that poem is more relevant today than it was during if there's no more money. Like we're literally living through this right now. You know what I'm saying? What would you do if the cops was the was the time every block kept watched with? This is what we're doing right now. I think that instead of the, the den being the safe house right now, poetry is the safe house. Mm. To be honest. Real rap. You know what I'm saying? Like we doing that right now. Like and like at the time, you know, I was at the time I wrote it like a warning for us to be careful. But later on now, I see that it's just a warning that 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 life is changing and it's is changing for the better, right? But you know, but before anything gets better, it has to get worse first. Mm. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way life goes. It has to get worse first because it like the times have changed. Think about it. For so long, black people, we've we've complained about racism, money inequality, um, all these different kind of inequalities. And right now, as we speak, all the different companies that have been doing wrong with money for all races and black people, it's all coming down. Yeah. It's all it's all coming down. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole us falling for the government and listening. People crack jokes on Joe Biden every other day. It's, we're, we're, no, we're honestly coming into a place where we're not even depending on money for real no more. 
we're not really dependent on none of that. We're literally dependent on the things that we love that fuel us, that keep us going, that keep us moving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the goal was to let people know that, like, the world is changing, but it's changing for the better. All the things that we've ever... Mm. Oh, we lost we we lost connection again. <clears throat> we lost connection again. Let's see when she comes back in. But definitely that poem right there was uh was 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 definitely one of those pieces that really inspire. When you hear the words and you really tune in to what's being said is to let you know, warning you, like preparing you, making you aware, listen, something is coming. Even though you can't quite put your finger on it, even though you can't quite articulate what it is, you feel it. And it's something that's universal that we all can feel, man. That's one of those pieces, man. Definitely one of my favorite pieces, bar none. Bar none. One of my favorite pieces of poetry. All right, yeah, we got we got my sister back. We was having a little couple of technical difficulties. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, we, we live. That's what it is. This, that, that's the whole element of the street poets den, man. It was real authentic. In your face, this is it. You know what I'm saying? But but this but the thing about that poem, like I was saying, the thing about that poem is it was inspiring. Like when you hear that poem and you listen to that poem. You you understood, you was made aware. You was like, yo, look, I don't know what, what's coming, but I feel, I feel it too. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those poems that so many people can resonate with. That's why it gets that reaction when you when you when you spit that piece. Every time I heard you spit that piece, the reaction you get from the crowd is crazy. And um I mean, I think that poem is just, it, it's just, it, it's something, man. It's a timeless piece. It's a, it's a timeless piece of art, man. And I, I really appreciate you for it, man, for real. I appreciate that word. But yeah, so getting back to the interview, getting back to the interview. Now, I know you got your podcast. You got your podcast starting up the uh, Weirdos. What, what What's the name of your podcast? It's... Uh, Weirdos Podcast. Yeah, the Weirdos Podcast. The Weirdos Podcast. So tell us a little bit about that. What's going on with that? All right. So the Weirdos Podcast, right? I'm going I'm to um, put up a summary. So the summary is like people like us who came to the den, people like us who like, you know, we wasn't making the millions of dollars. We wasn't, you know, um, telling people what to do with their money. We wasn't ruling the world. You know what I'm saying? We were just following our heart. And doing what we what we felt was in, was right. You know what I'm saying we come mm. from you know from poverty, from slave so called slavery, all these different things. You know what I'm saying? And it's like right now, all those people, right? We're slowly about to. It's like the meek is about to inherit the earth. Mm. You feel me? Mm. For the best way that I can put it, the meek is about to inherit the earth. So, mm. pretty much, the podcast is helping people helping people cope with this process of the bottom going to the top and the mm. top going to the bottom. Mm. I used to always so hear that. In a nutshell. Mm. Mm-hmm. I used to always hear that when I was a kid. My grandmother would say that, my mom. 
the meek shall inherit the earth. The meek shall inherit the earth. And I always heard that. And you start to see a lot of these things that we was growing up as as kids when we were kids. You starting to see a lot of the things materialize nowadays. You know what I'm saying? You see the you see a lot of things that's spoken about in the books, whether it be the Bible, the Quran, you know, the Torah. You see these things starting to manifest yeah. themselves. You're starting to see it. And it's it's crazy, man, for us to be living in this in this day and age, how you see it right before your eyes manifesting. That's why we all gotta be on that one accord that you know what I'm saying? We gotta be like minded, you know what I'm saying, in order to manifest positivity and things of that nature, you know. That's a fact. You know, yo, you ain't never lied. You damn right. And I feel like, um, from what you were saying, like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like, like people hear about the meek inheriting the earth. Sometimes they get this whole picture in their mind of like weakness and mm-hmm. and and docile. You know what I'm saying? But that's not true. It's not like truly what the word meek just it only means is the people who were not willing to conform. That's you right. Because if you're not willing to conform, they're going to see you as being weak. Mm. You're not willing to conform to capitalism and what it means. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about it, like, um, one of the biggest, and it's funny, when I was, when I was in high school, um, I said that, you know, like, black, you know, black couples were going to be like, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for black couples in the future because, you know, right now, not just black, all couples, or any, any type of situation, because, like, um, the, the, the element of being able to, you know, work for yourself, cook for yourself, eat for yourself. All these things have been taken over, right? Mm. And, you know, if you haven't really gone with it, you know what I'm saying, the way they want you to go with it, meaning like you you got to reach for a billion dollars, you're going to be stuck at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. it's like, just just not, just that whole idea of like, I'm not trying to conform, like, yeah, I'm from the ghetto, I'm from this, I'm from that, but I still believe that that doesn't mean that I'm not respectable. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, I'm not intelligent. It doesn't mean any of those things. So I don't have to conform to you because you telling me what I'm doing is a certain kind of way. Mm. I can pretty, I can tr- honestly just transmute that energy like we did at the den. That's people right. see a bunch of black people coming together, drinking and smoking. They got to be fighting, cussing and arguing. Mm. It really was none of that. We, 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 we smoking and drinking and spitting poems, my nigga. That's right. Raps, my nigga. That's you know right. So it's like, no, I don't got to eat words. So it's like, no, I don't have to conform to your idea of what a, a show should be. We got to come and we got to pay $30 and we got to dress a certain way and act a certain way and be a certain way and only certain poems can get on stage. No, 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 no. We're all on one accord and we're mm. able to just, you know what I'm saying, to just move because this, this is our tribe. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Like, that's that, we, we, we just about to, we about to be where we supposed to be and that's just, yeah, and it's lit. So yeah, definitely that, check out the podcast. Yeah, like, that, yeah, yeah, man. Y'all definitely got to go check out her podcast, man, because that, the way you explain it was the exact vibe. And I just did a podcast the other day and I played a video when the brother was speaking. He was like, black people are selling trauma. And they said, he, he, the brother was saying, he said, if you look at all the shows, all the sitcoms, all the hot movies, all the all the dope stuff that people label as being dope, they were like, basically, it's trauma. It's black trauma. You know what I mean? He said, he said that living with the Kardashians, they having fun. They going out. They doing all types of activities. He's like, you can't have a black show with black people coming together and ain't no squabble. But the 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 den, the den was one of those those places that people came and it just generated and magnetized people to each other with good energy. 
because I've never seen a situation out of all the time that Den was rolling. I never seen a negative situation in a den. It's always been nothing but positive, man. And we used to be banging out until like two, three, four in the morning. Like for real, for real. That was real, B. And it was all love, man. All love, man. And it's beautiful. Yeah, cause you know, mm-hmm. and I think one of the um one of the driving forces for that is because like me, you know, I feel like I was forced to grow up very early. You know what I'm saying? Like going through the whole like orphanages and shit like that and eventually getting adopted, whatever. Me and my sister, we got adopted on the same day, but we went to different states. Wow. So I stayed in New York, she went to Florida. And um it really it helped me to mature and I had to realize that you know like especially like when I was in school people my name my name changed my last name changed when I was in like the fourth grade you know what I'm saying there was a lot mm. of stuff going on and one of the things for some reason I never I always like I always knew who I was and I never liked how people my situation was always like like I don't know I guess I felt like I was a smart little kid Mm. being treated like a little dummy because she was in a certain situation. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I when I got older with the dinner, it really helped me embrace it. I said, you know what? No. I am who I am. I'm 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 smart. I'm I'm fun. I love to be positive. I like to talk about smart things. And I honestly feel like only people, only people who are like that will mm. find me. So the mm-hmm. drama and the bullshit, I promise you, they will not find me because that's not who I am. That's not what I'm attracting. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cross my, my T's and dot my I's by making sure, put the, making sure the show is low key, got an RCP, no addresses on the flyer. But I'm not that worried about who comes through this door mm. because I know what I'm attracting. I know who wow. I am, and I'm not putting myself in that position no more. Where oh well. You know who you are, but they're gonna treat you like this because you 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 know you you a foster kid, or they're gonna treat you like this because you don't got social security number yet. Fuck all of that. Mm. You are who you are, and I'm 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 not gonna attract people who's not gonna see me no more. Mm. You feel me? I so feel when you. it didn't came about, I honestly believe that the reason why we didn't have no drama was because no, I'm just not trying to attract nobody else around me that's not gonna see that yo, I'm a poet. And I'm serious about poetry and I enjoy it. Not for no money. Money gonna come cool, but if not, this shit is dope. I think I'm good at it and it's lit. That's right. And that's it. And I felt like that's exactly what came to the den. That's, I thought that's exactly what happened because the drama, never. Never. I one of my one of my favorite memories was yo, the police, they saw the line out the door on Macon Street. Mm. And I guess they assumed that we was rowdy. So um um Somebody at the door, security, they just said, keep it down for a second. And um, um, adopted by the streets, adopted by the struggle now. He was outside. Mm. He saw the little lights. And he pretty much just let them know real quick. Nah, it's all good. We just spit poetry. And then he shouted out upstairs, we all good, y'all. Keep going. And I was like, this is what I'm saying. Mm. As soon as they see, they think we doing this. But really, we literally, see, they see adopted by the struggle. They see him saying, oh, uh, big, strong black man outside looking hood. He must be out there doing some wild shit. No, he's out there sipping a cup because we selling drinks, spitting poetry. He about poetry. to hit the microphone. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Real rap. he literally about to hit the microphone and my man going to spit a poem from his heart and his soul about everything he's been through. What the fuck? He not going to talk about a bitch. He not going to talk about a hoe, ain't going to a car. None of that. Mm. None of that. 
Wow, wow. those like, those those, those are throwback why. names. You said adopted by yeah, the streets. Like, that was my dude right there. Wow, yeah, man, two I black. Know. You had so many. Come you on. had so many dope. Oh man, chosen yo. lyric. You had so many different yes, individuals crazy, back yo. in that space, man. And it was it was beautiful. And it shows you what we can do when we come together, man, with that positive mm-hmm. energy. You know what I mean? And what you just and said you know was what? profound. Uh-huh. You said that nobody's gonna come with that negative energy because you you already made that intention that that's not gonna be around you. And it's crazy how all that energy, all that energy, and nothing negative came out of it and it's so beautiful man that's 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 beautiful for black people man that's our energy that's what that's the vibe that we got that's what we do that's right that's right you know i'm, I'm not going and uh, it was a one time it was a legend that came to the den like well not a legend but somebody was a lot older than us i ain't gonna say no names mm-hmm. but they kind of came to the den and they underestimated us you know you know at the time i told you like you know it was like Young, it was young, and people were so. And honestly, people of all ages came to the den. Yeah, honest with you. Yep. It was a. I know. It, I always remember it was a woman that had came to the den. She maybe had been like a, in her fifties at the time, mm. and she would come in, and she literally only came to watch. She paid her little ten dollars. She got her drink. She watched, and she bounced mm. like all different types of age groups. So he came to the den. My man came to the den, smack drunk already. Mm. You understand? I already, I already know. I already know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So in my mind. So I'm thinking, okay, so this is probably an old head who's been in the game forever. I invited them out because I respect them. I respect the man's art, his craft, how I, how he how he carries himself. You know what I'm saying? But he probably came came at us like they just some young stupid whippersnappers who just be drinking. I could just go there drunk. They ain't gonna give a fuck. But it's like, but it's crazy because like every time you can go back and watch the videos when you hit that mic. Everybody's sober. Everyone take this shit seriously, and then we hit the ball. That's you right. So it's like, yo, yo. It's the crazy. art, the it's art was first, like, man. Yes, <laughs> and it's funny. And that's why, like, that whole non-conforming thing is important because a lot of people will go to school and they get F's in school and shit like that, and they carry that shit on them, thinking they a failure. But it's like, no, you just gotta figure out. Well, the people who are serious about what you're serious about, and then that can build you up. That exactly. can build you up. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, you're not a failure no more because what they do, they take it seriously. And no, it's not It's not what capitalism might consider to be serious, but that's that whole I'm not conforming thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I consider seriously, I can take that seriously. I can honor that. I can work on that. And just because they don't say, say so doesn't mean that it has to be that way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's just more of that that good that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Like, yo, and, I mean that vibe crazy. was crazy, man. And it's it's beautiful what we can accomplish together, man. And uh, like the yes. den was real. Like I performed at Carnegie Hall. I performed at legendary stages, big stages. And I'm telling you from I'm telling you from the horse's mouth that those jitters I used to get before I used to perform at the den was unmatched yeah. it was like a whole different vibe b it was a whole different vibe man because you amongst your peers you amongst you know what i'm saying you amongst people who cherish the art form the way you cherish it and it's just beautiful things exactly. that come out of that man but we we talking about poetry i gotta get you to spit another piece so my my audience gonna be mad at me you know what i'm saying so let, let me let me let me set let me set the stage back up for you again and uh, let's come right, back let's and spin another piece for us. Coming back to the stage. Perfect. 
Let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Harsh Reality. I don't want to be rich. I wish to be dipped in experiences where only gods can be witnesses, where my spirit can remain intact, where a rhyme is the least I can wrap my arms around, no trap. Just a fit of my grip around something bigger than any poem I've ever spat. I spit for the days I feel my highest. I spit on the ground to clear my throat. My identity are my words and ink on sheets. I sink, I blink, I swear this ink is the reason for the black of my lips. I write poetry to flee, but the taste of sweet, I notice it with my tongue. It leaves me indoors all day writing of how I chose to run. Like hurdles and obstacles, I chose to jump but as of lately, the days have been treating me like it's all dandy, but I'm a lion. And sometimes because of too much pride, I don't make sense. But all I could do was smell, taste, see, feel and hear me relying on lies to get me high. I've been dancing in these fields for a while now. Now I watch my left and right step with an owl's eye. I keep my nose clean by not accepting candy from strangers. Like killing the clocks, I'd rather sit and watch. Life leaves leaves for me to write on and roll in To note in my memory which blocks to roll down And clear my mind like prayer does dirty laundry I'm going to stop that one right there Did we lose service? All right, cool, cool, nah, cool. we good, we right, good, yeah, we that, good that, that, poem, that poem is called Wealthy, actually Fire And it, I appreciate that that but, poem is called Wealthy Word. Um, yeah, I got some new joints too, but all that other shit. That's on the West on the blog. That's on my um my um my uh my, my YouTube page. I definitely want to check out my YouTube channel. Definitely it's hard pl- to pl- get on YouTube, but I spell it crazy. But you know, yeah, pl- plug the channel because it's it's harsh reality. Harsh is spelled H R S H, and then reality you're reality R E Y A L I T I. E E yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy what you're looking for because you gotta, you definitely gotta search a couple of times. I'm like, I know the harsh ain't spelled like harsh, Yo. and the reality is not spelled like reality. But uh, once you find you, you you're gonna find that she's gonna crazy. pop up, man. It's, <laughs> and it's mad funny because like, like, like even like like me. Like I, I laugh at it because I literally named myself that shit when I was 11 years old, and mm. I remember, I rem- I can't forget. It. I said I was like, "Yo, um, it felt like this, but I'm different, so I want to spell it how I want to spell it." And it's crazy, <laughs> and I really did that shit, and I'm like, "Yo," and I, I just never changed it. I'm like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm still me. Like I'm still me." <laughs> So hell yeah! So that shit it means like a lot to me. So it's like that's dope, word. man. That energy, man. That energy that follows yeah. you around is is a beautiful energy. You got a beautiful spirit, and you meet people. And when you meet people, man, Likewise. it's like you know what I'm saying you can feel that connection, man. You can definitely feel that connection. So I wanted to ask you, like, because you had made mention mm-hmm. of you being reunited with your siblings. So tell us how was that yeah, for you? Yeah. Being the fact that you reading it because they look like identical. I mean, y'all look I, you, you and your sister. Like, whoa! I was like, yo, that's like y'all like twins. And so, like, tell us yo, what what was crazy. that like though? 
So it's crazy because it's seven of us, and me and my sister were only eleven, were eleven months apart. So for two weeks, we're, we're the same age. It's absolutely crazy. And four mm. of us are like this. Four of us are literally eleven months apart. It's crazy. So um, meeting that, meeting them, it was it was it was wild. Like it was really wild. Like I still don't even know. I still can't even explain it. Sometimes I still can't even believe it happened. Like. And it's and it's like it's just crazy. Like mm. it's and and I think the craziest part is is the worst part is like literally having to learn and meet your, your siblings. See what mm. I'm saying? Like that's that was probably the, the most mind blowing part. Like that's why like people don't take the little things seriously and they take the little things for granted and they take for granted being able to build you know and i and i feel like that's one of the one of the things that the, that street poets nyc gave me a platform for for was to like to how do i say it a platform for me to do better where i felt somebody had did me wrong mm. you see what i'm saying mm. you know what i mean so i felt like i didn't have that real chance to build you know, I feel like that was taken from me very quickly and very early on. And I felt like I didn't have, I just didn't want to be bitter about it, you know? Mm. And that's, and I just, I just found a way to, to, uh, to, to move, to move through that. And, um, and meeting my siblings, that's just been the craziest part was like, you know, just like, it's like, wow, like we're literally starting from like, mm. damn near scratch. Like even the parts that we can remember, they're just so traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that it's yeah. like there are many moments that we can definitely agree happen and we can remember happening, but it's like it's just such trauma that it's like, damn, like now we can actually be in a space where it's like, you know, I don't have I'm not running in the hallway to get you milk. You know what I'm saying? While we mm. in the, at the motherfucker orphanage in the Bronx and shit, because you crying and shit. And she wasn't even that yet. Um, well, that that was tar, but she wasn't even that young at the time. She was just like three years old, old tripping. And you know, like you know, like the refrigerators, the corner store. That's how the, that's how they look. Mm. So I would go in the hall, and I would just open up one of those. Like you could see everything, and I would I would just grab a couple and just go back in the little room or whatever. But yeah, like, and wow. to now we have to be building, and we building in a manner where it's like, like, a low key, we're not behind any kind of bars. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Like, if we don't have anything holding us back, and now we can like really do it right, and it's cool, and it's just like, it's crazy, and it's almost like. It's just so much love, like just built up. It's like an overflow of all the love that, like, I couldn't give you before. That we're just trying to make sure that we give each other now. It's crazy. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's so beautiful because yeah. you see the resemblance, and you be like, "Wow, man!" It's like funny looking at somebody who looked just like you, but meeting them, you know, what I'm saying, like for the first time. It's, it's, it's. I know it's surreal. And uh, wow, man! And you know it's real, but where? Because I was right in Brooklyn, and she was right in Queens. Wow, crazy! That's that's the, the crazy. know what I'm saying. Like that happened to me because my father, my father had my father had a lot of kids, right? So I, I believe I believe it was like about twenty something of us. It's it's a lot of us. So I was working downtown Brooklyn. I was working down. I look just like my father. But I was working downtown Brooklyn and this dude came up to the, the register and he's looking over at the counter and he's looking at me. And I'm like, why this dude looking at me? And he's looking at me. Now you mm -hmm. see somebody staring at you and he ain't trying to hide it. He just staring. So he was like, he's like, yo, he said, yo, he said, yo, he said, yo, come here for a second, bro. 
I was like, what's good? He he leaned close to me. He leaned close to me. He said, yo, he says, your father named so-and-so? I was like, yeah, that's my father. He was like, wow. He said, I'm your brother. I'm like, oh, snap. It was my brother, that's Kim. My, my brother, Kim, he... No lie, I was like, "Wow, B." I was like, "Yo," I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." But he 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 recognized me from me looking so much like my father. He's like, "Nah, that gotta be my father's son." You know what I mean? And sure enough, and it was crazy. I had a niece I didn't know about. We start vibing and all that, so I I can really identify with that vibe. And it was like, that's crazy. It gotta be so. It gotta be so beautiful. Is the feeling gotta be so beautiful to be able to reconnect? And you know what I'm saying? And catch up on all the missing, you know what I'm saying? Moments that you would have yeah. had, you know? But I think that's beautiful, though. So are, are your siblings into poetry like you are? I mean, no. <laughs> my mother, my, I do not I know that my mother wrote, my, my birth mother, she did write poetry. Oh, so, right. Um, my, my, birth, my birth father, he told me that. And it's so crazy because, like, I um I had saw a video. So what happened was, um, it was a doctor in, in Africa, mm. and the, what the doctor did was she wanted to do a survey about how AIDS affected Black women the most in two parts of the world, mm. and it was um East Africa and the South Bronx. Wow! So she got women from both places, and one of the women that she got from the Bronx was my mom's. Wow! And um this it was on Showtime, like the actual cable network. Okay. And um, pretty much, um, she was um, shout out to the to the J train. So pretty much, she was saying how like um, how like you know she was raped by her father. She was a prostitute. She had she had AIDS. She was all of this stuff. And she was like, but you can still make it. She was like, that's crazy, right? Mm. And when she said it, I heard my voice because I sound just like her. Mm. So I'm like, what? Now I watched this video. This is while the den was happening. Wow. You feel me? Mm. I watched that video for the first time while the den was already gone, right? Mm. So I'm like, what? Like, I already knew the facts of what she went through. I knew that already. But I didn't know that she was going through that and that she got on this TV show and she out here motivating people. I'm like, what? Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I see what it is. I see what this is. All right, cool. So you best believe what 26, 27 year old me went to the den that month and gave the open discussion like I've never, I never gave it before in my life mm. because I'm like, what? My mom, and she was on, she was in the, she was in the hospital. She had a little hospital gown on. She was a dark skinned woman, and she was like, and she, she was really saying like, yeah, she said, but you can still make it. You know what I'm saying? This, I'm, this, I'm saying everything's gonna be all right. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, and I'm like, yo, like if she can say that, and this is a woman who lost all seven of her kids. She, you know what I'm saying? Like, is she dealing with all of this? What? Wow. I kept going with, with the vibe. The vibe had to increase now because in my eyes, I felt like, yo, whatever I'm going through and whatever the fuck you going through sitting in this audience because ain't none of us at the time, none of us was over 40. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, um, it ain't shit. So I can motivate the fuck out of you and you're going to take this and we're going to have a good time and we're going to chill because maybe you can carry this shit with you. That's right. That's maybe, right. You know what I'm saying? maybe you can take this vibe. Maybe you can, maybe you can hold on to it past the door. Because yo, my mom's that I never, I mean, I never, yo, my mom's had me when she was in the shelter. Mm. You feel me? She kept me in there for a little bit and then, you know, shit got crazy. Ah, ah, ah. So I'm like, yo, if, if somebody like this can say that, 
That's crazy. But I'm like, that's dope, though, at the same time, because she still got connected with somebody who was able to tell her story. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yo, man. it was crazy. And my mom, she passed away when she was 32 years old. Wow. You feel me? So it's like, boy, like, I'm like, come on, get out of here. So I went to the fucking den that month. Like, and that's a bad, I think the best part about it, like, it not, it none of it, it was never money focused. So because, like, because it was so pure, I was even more motivated to take that kind of personal shit to the den without even telling everybody what was going on, just giving the vibe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't mm. explained at the time why I was going so hard, but you best believe I was going wild. I was going wild that day. Like, everybody knows I go wild, but I was going ham mm. on the open discussion. I was going ham with my hosting. I was I was just going in because I'm like, nah, bro. Like, you gotta be kidding me. You can still be good. You can still motivate somebody else after you telling niggas you was a hoe and you had all did this and you got A's and all. Come on. Let's Let's get it. That's right. Let's that's get right. it. That's what can the, hold us back, my nigga? Nothing. That, Let's go. That's right. Like, come on. Like, yo, it's crazy. People take these things lightly, but they're very, very important. That's right. And that's the that's the beautiful thing about poetry. It's like you find the words to inspire people, being the fact that you've been through all of this, you've been through all this shit. You still find the time, you still find the desire, the urge to want to inspire. And that's the beautiful thing, man. That's why I made this podcast to pay homage to poets like you, man. To pay homage to these poets, these individuals who are so selfless. So selfless that, you know, they understand that there's a bigger goal. That the world is bigger than my block and it's it's bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 It's that type of selflessness that we need in the world, man. And you definitely display that, Queen. And I and I saw it from firsthand. I had a first row seat because I seen the blessing of how what the what the den transformed into. It transformed into something that was people come to. You know what I'm saying? You had to know about to something huge, like it was huge. Like yeah, it, t- I, it turned into like a poetry mega church on the low. Yeah, and man. I, I wished it. I wished it didn't. But I mean, it's crazy because. And I shout out to Desmond. Desmond, I'm, I'm gonna link up with her. In August, she gonna come from Connecticut. I know you remember Des. Yeah, definitely. Everybody remembers Des. Or the media dealer. Like I like, uh, I met her through her boyfriend Kevin. Uh, me and him, Kevin, worked at a pizza joint together in Manhattan. Right, mm. we went around um, passing out flyers. Now, yes, I said pizza joint. I was, I ain't have no money doing it then. Ain't nobody have no money doing it then. All the mm. money we got went to paying for the spot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I told that she came to the den and I she just I told her my vision and she just, like, she was amazing. Like, she took it through, through the roof. Like, she was an amazing person. But I just, like, now, like, when I look back, like, like when I started, you know, when I started doing things again, cause I, you know, I haven't thrown the den in, in four years. The last show I did was in the Bronx. Before then, I did it. I did two two shows in LA actually mm. of the open mic. But um I really wanna take it like I really wanna take it back grassroots, but not in my crib, but back grassroots. Mm-hmm. But I and I mean I really wanna take it back so grassroots that I really want it to be outside. Mm. Exactly. Yeah I want it to be outside. Word. That, that, and, that, and I wanted to um you know and I want to Word. I want it to be a situation where, like, I don't want nobody paying for nothing. I mean, if vendors is there, they want to pay whatever, but I, it's not going to be an entry fee. And um, yeah, like, I just feel like, I feel like, um, 
that's what we miss him right now. Like right now, the goal is to lift the vibration. That's the goal. That's, that's what right. we got to do right now. And that's what we was doing at the den. Drinking, smoking, vibing, opening our heart, being real with each other, talking about what was really going on. We we was talking about the news. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was talking about all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being real about how we felt about it. Like, yo, that's what we need. That's how we gonna do it. That's the reason why that whole oh, we gotta go, we gotta go get a nine to five. That's the reason why that shit is a dub. That's right. That's exactly why. Because we change and we change in the vibe, and we got to keep changing the vibe. That's just it. Like, that, that, and that's and like, yo, that's what it is, B. That's what it is, man. For real, word. B. For that, real, because like, yo, listen, I'm telling you, like, we was doing it, and, we, and, the, and the beauty, and the beauty to me is, we was doing all of this. We didn't even really notice we was doing it, my nigga. We was just being us. <laughs> that's crazy. You understand? Like, and it's crazy. Like, yo. <laughs> Like you know, now I've I'm, I've gotten older, more wiser. I'm a stronger woman. I have a stronger woman's mind, and I've been able to read books and process things to understand the science of it. And then I look back at what we were doing at the time. It's like, bro, we were literally scientists, and we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Scientists, you me? therapists, like, you know what I'm saying? Outreach, outreach teachers. I mean, we yes. everything, Yo. man. And it was beautiful, man. It, was, it, it just showed how much we can get accomplished if we come together, man. And that and that beautiful like mindedness. And it's, it, it was beautiful, man. Because we, if, if you're from New York and you a poet, now I'll say ten times out of ten, you heard of the open mic. You heard of the open mic. You heard about the street poets, man. Like if you was a poet serious about your grind, it was no way in the world you could not know about this movement. And and we thank you. We applaud you for putting together something, man. You and the whole street poets team, man. Like y'all put together and y'all assembled something at that time. You know, you guys were pioneers. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't talking about it. You was out, yeah, you was out there doing the work. And a lot of people was just talking and yeah, yeah, we gonna do it wasn't no no talking. It was like, yo, look, RSVP, you get the address later, be in the spot, it's about to go down. And every time you went to the den, it was never empty. I've never been to an empty den. I've never been to a, a den that wasn't jam-packed to capacity where it had to have some people leave out to let other people come in. I've never seen a a, 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 a empty den. You know what I'm saying? I performed at the den so many different times in different locations and each time it was still memorable each time you know what i'm saying no matter what you always maintain that vibe of it's about community it's about us you know what i'm saying and 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 i love you for that harsh i really do i love you for that i love you for you know what i'm saying for 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 just opening up your heart and be becoming so vulnerable to let people be inspired by your vulnerability you know what I mean, and that's not easy to do, I man. That. It's not. It's not. I appreciate that. But I need I need you to spit one more poem before close. I can't let you leave without spitting one more piece, I'm down. man. I'm down. You know what I'm saying? So it's spit one more down. piece for Don't the talk. people, man. Your choice. All right. All right, let me. All right, let me come back over here because you can't hear. All right. Music. All right. Let me set the mood back up for you. Coming back to the stage to spit her final piece. Let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Harsh Reality. 
All right. Um, poetry smiles like sunshine and cries like wide-eyed black girls. And I would know because I'm a black girl. Complexion kissed by sun rays with the texture of a long day. I walk everywhere. I cry every night. I can hold anything in the palm of my hand. There's no picture I don't understand because I am illustrator. I am creator. And I'm trying to remember all of this while you call me the opposite. I'm trying to remember all of this while you stand opposite with your back turned like I'm the previous page in the book of life. And it was great while you were on me, but the story must go on. Mm. Yeah, that's a story. That's a story. Oh. Fire. 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 I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate oh, you, yeah. Queen. I appreciate you, man. Like, for all that you do for the community, you know what I mean? I mean, we want to pay homage to you. I want you to tell the people where they can find you and how they can support your movement. What can we do to support what you're doing? Let us know. It's lit. Well, right now, you can find me. You can definitely find me um, um, at the, the blog right now, you can go to um, go to Instagram and go to the Firebird group on Instagram. That's the Firebird group spelled correctly on Instagram. And that you can hit me there and all of that. And what I definitely need help with right now, if anybody got any park connections, any park hookups, let me know. Let me know we're coming through and we're going to keep it going. We're trying to keep that vibe moving. We're just trying to keep lifting. That's what we're working on right now. Most definitely. And if I hear anything, I'll definitely get back to you because uh, you're trying, yeah. you trying to get something like permits to get something done in the park? Well, I mean, well, to be honest, I mean, I know one spot that we can go and we're going to be good, but you know what I'm saying? It's a great park. It's a, it's really, really dope. It's right over here. And, I mean, it's a park that's been in the street forward circle. It's Von King Park, the mm. same park where we had the teen open mic over there with the kids. So I'm thinking All about right. having it right there and just doing the thing. It's a grill there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never been about numbers. It's always been about Bob. I think that's just how it, it did what it did. And yeah, it's just the mission is still on. Definitely the hit me up, on. man. Everything. This is all of our mission. Word. We we on it. Word. I definitely want to be a oh, part yeah. of that, man. I definitely want you get that going in the park, man. I definitely come through and perform. Definitely, you know the composition. You, know, you, know, the, you, you know the compo gonna be in the building. You know we gotta be in the building. It's lit. But uh, definitely, yeah, man, I appreciate you, my sister. Man, I really appreciate you for what you do for our community, for all the work you've put in. It goes, it goes recognized. We recognize if you from New York, you already know how much of an impact the street poets had on NYC, the state of poetry in NYC. York, you know what I'm New saying? York. And uh you make us proud. Yeah. You make us proud. You done took the you done took this all over the country, but you definitely make New York proud, man. And uh we love you, man. We love you. We love what you what you represent, love you too, what yo. you bring. Yeah. And uh, you know. I, it's just so many things I can say, man. But we won't leave it at that, man. We won't leave it at that, man. Harsh, you already know. Anything you got going, let me know. I'm gonna put it on blast. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm saying if I gotta do a commercial, every podcast, every, you know, what I'm I'll do a drop every podcast. Let me know when it's going down. And I got you, man. You already know. You already know the vibe. And um, it's all love. It's all real, my sister, man. Thank you for coming through and spending this time with me. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check her out. Y'all go, go check her out 
on Instagram. And say the name of that. Say the name of the page one more time. It's Fire. That's the, the Firebird Group. The Firebird Group. All spelled correctly this time. You know, you know, I'll be like to switch up words. <laughs> this time correctly. The Firebird Group, all spelled correctly. Go check her out. Word. Get in tune. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. You got a home at the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast. You already know. You already know I want to get you back in the building with some other with the other street Good. poets to do a, a little panel discussion. That would be dope. Get you probably I'm super, you know what I mean? A couple of mo- a couple of other the the, the 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 um the street poets, man. And we vibe, man. You know what it is. I'm but thank Hell you, yeah. Queen, man. Thank you for coming through, blessing the stage, blessing the mic. And I appreciate you, my sister. I really do now is that thank you for having me most definitely anytime (laughs) now is that time of the show where i when when i'm gonna address my audience and leave you guys with something inspirational you know how we do it every single show i need you to listen to me if you hear the sound of my voice i need you to understand that we are all connected This vibe that we share is contagious. It needs to be spread. If you can hear the sound of my voice, know today that you are not alone. Today is the day we stand up. Today is the day we put motion in progress. Today is the day we stop procrastinating. Let's get to it. I want you to know If you don't know anything, I want you to understand that I love you and I hope you love me too. Peace.